Warning, the following podcast contains language that some fucking pussies may find offensive. And for those cunts that doesn't offend, enjoy the fucking show. I don't give a fuck, never did, never will. I don't give a fuck, never did, never will. Talking stuff and things. What is going on? This is MT. You're listening to a brand spanking new episode of the Talking Stuff and Things podcast. Episode number eight. Can you believe it? Eight and feeling fucking great. That rhymes fucking rhymes i'm a poet and i didn't even know it that fucking rhymes too on fire anyway on today's episode we're doing something a little bit different what i'm going to do is i'm going to take a trip down memory lane and discuss the differences and things from 20 years ago and compare them to what we have now and of course i'll be getting into your questions so for all that jump in crack a cold one open and let's kick on for another episode of the talking stuff and things podcast with mt Episode number eight already. It feels like yesterday I was sitting in the studio with the Townsville champ talking all kinds of shit while we're up to episode number eight. I'm off to Perth, Western Australia next week. I'll be gone for uh, nine days. I probably won't be recording a podcast while I'm over there, but what I will be doing is staying active on my social media and recording bits and pieces while I'm over there and I can perhaps uh, merge into my next podcast when we get back. Speaking of when I get back, there should be some big upgrades coming to this Talking Stuff and Things podcast. Got some new equipment on the way, so new and improved Talking Stuff and Things in the second half of the year. Hoping to get more guests in there, being more interactive, make it more of a couch feel where we're talking absolute shit. Well, actually, we're talking stuff and things. So the NBA Finals are done and dusted. My prediction was game 7, 4-3 to the Raptors. Ended up being 4-2 to the Raptors. So big congrats to the Toronto Raptors, but fuck Jake. Piece of shit. Can't stand that cunt. Anyway, Dan Douglas on my Instagram, my mate Dan Douglas, who's over in London. He asked, are the Raptors about to lose the series after being 3-1 up. So I knew by the time that this podcast was recorded that that the series would be over. I wanted the Raptors to win, but could you imagine the internet, the outcry and the and the humiliation the Raptors would have gone through if the series had have gone down, you know, being up 3-1 and then losing to the Warriors, like the Warriors famously did against the Cleveland Cavs being up 3-1 and then losing. Uh, like I said, congrats to the Raptors. Good on them, fucking first championship. Uh, free agency's already fucking gone mental with the Lakers finally getting Anthony Davis and getting rid of Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingham, and draft picks, including the number four pick they just got. So, fuck. I mean, fuck the Lakers. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a Knicks fan. Free agency's going to be fucked, especially with the injury to Kevin Durant um, and Clay Thompson. Not that I don't think Clay's going anywhere, but Durant potentially out for the whole season with Achilles tear. AD going to the Lakers. Knicks will be sitting there fucking blowing their, blowing all their cash like they do every single fucking year. They'll fuck it up somehow. But until that happens, the NBA's over. Toronto Raptors are champs. Good to see the Warriors dynasty over. They'll have some kind of work to do next year to get right back up there with the injuries that they've got. And potentially losing Durant. But until that, that's enough sport for this episode. So let's get into it. Talking Stuff and Things. This episode of the Talking Stuff and Things podcast is going to be a little bit different compared to the previous episodes. Basically, I won't be bagging out Townsville drivers for a start. 
I think they need a week off here and there, and I'm sure by the time I get back from WA, there'll be some road rage experiences that I can share with you from there. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a trip down memory lane, and I'm going to compare things from now as opposed to what I had as a teenager, say, 20 years ago. I'm not saying one's better, I'm not saying one's worse, I'm not saying one is right, and I'm not saying one is wrong, because 20 years ago, there was probably someone saying how good their teenage years were in the late 70s, early 80s. We'll kick that off with something like online gaming. Today, to play a game online, first of all, all you need is your mobile phone, download an app, and away you go. You can play a fucking ton of games online on your phone. 20 years ago, I don't even think I had a mobile phone. If I wanted to play an online game on my computer, turn it on, internet's connected, open the game up, Bob's your uncle. 20 years ago, however, that would have been a bit more difficult. So basically what you would have to do 20 years ago is first turn on your computer if you're lucky enough to have the internet, let that motherfucker load up, then you'd have to connect to the internet, which was a process in itself. Back then, it wasn't automatically connected. There was no Wi-Fi, there was no NBN, no 4G, no fiber optic. It was dial-up. That's right, you connect to the internet through your phone line, hit connect, and then it would make the dial-up tones like a phone dialing, basically. Then it would connect. Only problem is, if someone called you, or if someone picked the phone up, that line would disconnect. Imagine playing a game with that, and the speeds were so, 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 so slow, that playing an online game, which we would play, I think Duke Nukem 3D was the um, bigger one, and, and Doom. Imagine your mum or dad picking the phone up while you're halfway through an important game of that. You have to start again. It's not a, not as simple as click and connect and being online. It is, you know, a couple of minutes. So what I did to get around that and what a lot of people did is they had their own dedicated phone line for dead dial-up. Totally, totally different to today. So like I said, all they had to do was have someone pick the phone up if you didn't have your own line and you'd have to wait for them to get off the phone to start again. Online gaming is nowhere in any way shape or form as big as it is now not even close we would often gather at a friend's house to play online games or we'd all come to my place we'd all go somewhere it was it was a novelty it was a fucking treat it was a fucking treat to play someone online whereas now turn your playstation 4 on or if you're a fucking shit cunt an xbox pop your game in hit multiplayer away you go you can play fucking tear hearts content no drama if your mum picks the phone up doesn't fucking matter because half the cunts don't have fucking landline phones these days anyway. So it doesn't even fucking matter at all. Like I said, Duke Nukem 3D was the game of choice. So we'll get out of this little chat about online gaming comparison from then to now with the soothing sounds of the Duke Nukem 3D theme song. What's up? This is Gabriel, all the way from sunny Los Angeles, and you're listening to the Talking Stuff and Things podcast with MT. Remember, bolt ganger, don't bang. Talking Stuff and Things. 
Staying on the topic of being online, another thing you do online 20 years ago was chat to people. Now, it wasn't as simple as opening up Facebook Messenger, opening up WhatsApp and jumping in your group chat. Nope, you had programs such as MIRC or IRC, which was Internet Relay Chat. You had ICQ, which made a little meh sound when you got a message. And you also had chat rooms and also MSN Messenger. Now, to talk to your friends on either one of these things, you would require the username. How would you get your username? A lot of people didn't have mobile phones back then, so you'd have to physically talk to these people to get their usernames. You'd also talk to randoms. For example, ICQ, you would go, I want to talk to someone from Auckland that is from the age of 18 to 20 search, and you would get matched up with random people. If they want to talk to you, they would. If they didn't, they didn't. IRC or Internet Relay Chat, you would just join random rooms and talk to people. Yahoo Chat, I believe, was another one. You'd just join into a room. Basically, they were centered around topics, so you'd jump into a music room, and back, say, 20 years ago, being 1999, it would be like a Limp Bizkit chat room or Corn chat room or something like that. And that's how you would meet people then. You'd go, okay, if you've got ICQ, what's your ICQ name? Cool. If you've got MSN Messenger, what's your email address? Type your email address and meet these people online. Talk to them that way. That's how you would talk to people back then. It's a hell of a lot different to what we deal with now. So basically, the chat room was the equivalent of today's group chat. I don't know if there were any rules or etiquette back then compared to now where there are definitely some rules and etiquette required in group chats and if you are unsure of some of these rules jump back to episode two of the talking stuff and things podcast and listen to myself and the townsville champ discussing group chat etiquette back then there was no music streaming there wasn't really even youtube back then there wasn't youtube there was no torrents if you wanted to download an album you couldn't just go search up that album and go click download you would have to physically get each individual track one by one and hope that they crossed over because you know some bands and some groups or whatever some singers artists whatever fuck you want to call them the tracks overlap if you didn't get the right files it didn't sound proper and you wanted it to sound proper you want to be the guru of cd burning that's what you call it back then you could sell that shit five bucks pop ten bucks pop sometimes depending on how much fucking blank cds cost you so like i said you have to find the individual track, download it, merge them, hopefully there's no two second gap between tracks, and then burn the CD. That's essentially the step up from a mixtape was a mix CD. If you didn't want to download the album, you'd download the mix CD, whatever tracks you wanted, using programs such as Napster before Metallica had a Crywank, LimeWire, Kazar I think was the other one. There's a few of them floating around, full of fucking Trojans and viruses and shit. But that's how you would do that. Compared to now, where you can just open up your phone, your laptop, your computer, your iPad or tablet, whatever the fuck you use, hit Spotify, oh look, there's my album, play it. No need to fucking download it, no need to burn it to a CD, simple times. But then, we were just making the best of the technology we had back then. I was a downloader, and like I said earlier, I had my own dedicated phone line, and I also enjoyed music videos. So, I would use these programs such as Napster and LimeWire and such to download music videos and fill my limited hard drive space on the computers back then. I think it might have been like 500 meg or some shit like that. Maybe one gig if we were lucky. And fill it up with music videos, basically. And then you could make a music video CD or a music video DVD if you're one of the ballers that have a DVD writer when DVDs came out. And you could fill it up with favorite music videos, chuck it in your computer and rewatch music videos. Compared to now, 
jump on YouTube. Music videos are free. You don't have to download fucking shit. You can play it through your TV, do anything. It's incredible the lengths that I'd go to to download a music video, leave the computer on overnight. That's how slow it was to download shit. 40 megs would take fucking two hours to download. Now it's five seconds, 10 seconds, something like that. It is, it is incredible. So that's a pretty big fucking difference of what we had to deal with back then compared to now. Would you like to talk stuff and things with MT? Are you interested in being a guest on the show? Do you have suggestions, feedback, or questions for the podcast? If you answered yes to any of these, then hit me up on Facebook at Talking Stuff and Things Podcast. Contact me through Instagram at Talking Stuff and Things, or drop us an email at Talking Stuff and Things at gmail.com. And together we can make the show grow. Way back when, my first mobile phone I ever used was an Alcatel One Touch Easy. It was bright fucking orange. If I can find a photo of one, I'll post it on my Instagram and Facebook so you can have a look and have a fucking laugh at how ridiculous it looked. If you wanted to text someone, you'd have to use a keypad. So, for example, if you wanted to write the word cunt, you'd have to tap two three times, tap eight twice, tap six twice, and then tap eight again. Cunt. So imagine typing a full fucking text message like that. Painful, I know. Text messages used to cost 20 cents a pop. Back then, I don't even know what they cost anymore because I don't really even send them. Usually using fucking Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp, like I said before. So 20 cents a text. Back in the days, we would have free text Tuesdays or free text lunchtimes, things like that. And the systems and the technology was so primitive back then. So if you had $20 worth of credit, right, and you were on your last a dollar, so you had five text messages left, the Vodafone New Zealand system would update every four hours. So if you were down to a dollar at one o'clock, you had till four o'clock to send as many fucking text messages as you want before four o'clock, before they wiped it to zero. It didn't go into negatives. If you were a rookie and you knew that you were going to run out of credit, so you topped it up before four o'clock, it would take it off your new credits. What you would do, and we found this out through trial and error, is you would fucking bombard the texts and wait till it cleared your balance and then top up. Back then, I think my second phone was an Ericsson and it came with a fucking plug-in keyboard at the bottom. Imagine the size of the phone but then attaching another thing slightly smaller than the size of the whole phone the other way plugged into the bottom of the phone so you could type with a keyboard. That was some baller ass fucking shit back then. Then came the flip phones and then the first fucking color phones and then the first camera phones and now you've got mobile phones that practically fucking wipe your ass for you. You'd buy a mobile phone back then and it would come with $100 of credit which was fucking balling back then. $100 of fucking credit. Now, I don't know what they come with because I'm on a fucking contract. A hundred bucks of credit, 20 cents a text. Do the math. Another thing that's phased out and I sort of mentioned it before was the fucking landlines. Now if you see your mobile phone ring and you see it's private number or a fucking number you don't want to talk to, you just fucking ignore it. Back then, you'd have a fucking landline, the phone rang, you fucking answered it. You didn't know who was on the other side. Could be a fucking telemarketer, could be your nan, could be your bro, could be anyone. Now people are too scared to answer the phone because they can see who's calling and they can choose who they want to talk to. Which, I'm guilty of it too. If a private fucking number calls me, I don't know who you are, I can't. Leave a message, fucking percent of the time it's some cunt trying to sell you shit. Or some fucking dodgy, you're gonna die because you didn't pay your fucking $2 tax bill. Yeah right, 
likely story. If you're over the age of 20, which I hope you are, think back 20 years ago, could you ever have imagined that there would be such a thing as Skype or video calling or anything like that? It was some fucking freaky shit. Even thinking about that, sending photos when that came out, sending photos from one phone to another, which actually cost 50 cents a time because it was an MMS, a multimedia message or some shit, was a big deal. Imagine being a teenager back then and then transforming now and still being a teenager and thinking fuck you can fucking video call cunt on the other side of the world for free it doesn't cost 20 cents to send a text message you can have a fucking group chat cunt you can set a podcast what the fuck mine would be blowing and like i said every generation the changes would be fucking crazy i think we take this sort of thing for granted really like how good is it knowing that my parents are in new zealand or i've got family in new zealand and i've got friends all over the world that if we want to video call them we just pick the fucking phone up hopefully they're not fucking asleep and if you want to video chat with them you can fucking video chat them it doesn't cost you a cent other than whatever it costs for your data or wi-fi that shit wasn't even thought you know you wouldn't even think of doing that shit 20 years ago that's some fucking george jetson shit crazy shit futuristic shit and last but not least on our trip down memory lane my first job i got you could never get away with how you talk to people at work back then I had seen people get called fucking useless, I'm gonna take you out the fucking back and beat the shit out of you, you're not doing your fucking job, and called this, that, and the third for doing a shit job. If, can you imagine the fucking outcry and the backlash today if you took one of your staff members out the back and said, if you don't fucking do your job, cunt, I will bash you. You're a fucking shit cunt employee and you're not doing your fucking job. Can you imagine that? You'd, you'd be fired in a fucking second because you would have offended someone fucking crazy and that's our little trip down memory lane so if you've got something that you want us to discuss that has changed dramatically over the last 20 years could even be 10 years drop us a line on facebook instagram or email all the links are on the description of this episode look forward to hearing from you right it is time to get into this week's installment of your questions and i'll kick it off firstly with a question from carl saying, should the obstruction rule in the NRL be abolished? And Carl, I'm going to answer your question with two questions. First of all, are you fucking stupid? And secondly, do you think it's alright for motherfuckers to run behind other cunts to score tries? There's your two questions. That's your question answered. Next up, I've got a question saying, what sponsorship packages do you have asking for a friend? Well, Scotty01... Tell your friend that um, I'm not in this to make coin, but if they really want to get involved with Talking Stuff and Things podcast, then to hit me up on talkingstuffandthings at gmail.com and we can work something out. But um, yeah, like I said, this ain't about the cheddar. This is about just talking shit. Next, I've got one from my friends over at the Broskies podcast, Fuck the Police or Nah. I'm going to say yes and no. Generally, no, don't fuck the police, but yes to fuck the corrupt, crooked cops. Just like, fuck any cunt that is shit at their job or that breaks the rules to be a good person. You're like, fucking, your dodgy judges, fuck them. The dodgy cops, fuck them. Your fucking dodgy fucking cunts that rip people off their superannuation, fuck them. That's my stance on that one. Next question is, opinions on mullets and thoughts on rat's tails. I think rat's tails are fucking disgusting. They've got no place anywhere near my head, neither does a mullet. I mean, a good, well-defined mullet is two things. It's funny, but then it's also fucking trashy. 
I wouldn't do it myself, but if someone rocks a fucking good mullet, good on them. But fucking Ezra Ratstail, that shit can fuck right off. Do I have any catchphrases that I want to go viral? Not particularly, no. I don't I don't have catchphrases, just like to say fuck shit and cunt a lot. Next question I've got is, why is fuel so goddamn expensive? That's the fucking government and the fucking oil prices and all that shit. Be thankful you're not in New Zealand where when I was living there it was like $2.20 a litre, so fuck that. Next one I have is, should people be humble about their success? No one likes to fucking brag. Good on you if you're successful. Fucking, if you've worked hard to get that success, then full credit to you, but be humble, eh? No one likes a fucking DJ Khaled. You're not the best cunt. You're just fucking, just a shit cunt. And the last question today I have is, what five bands that no longer exist would you have loved to have seen live? There's a lot. If I have to pick five, and in no particular order, of course, Motorhead, Queen, Pantera, Death, and Pink Floyd. There's no way they're getting back together. There's obviously some honorable mentions. I'd love to see Rage Against the Machine again. I know I've seen them before, but... For you'd think if they're fucking ever to come back, now's the perfect political climate for them to come back. Um, also, Strapping Young Lad would be awesome to see, even though there's no real chance of them happening. There's Wu-Tang Clan with ODB's gone now, so it's not the exact full proper Wu-Tang experience. The fucking list goes on, there's tons of tons and tons of them, but the five that I would have to pick would be Motorhead, Queen, Pink Floyd, Death, and Pantera. Right, that's it for this week's instalment of your questions. Feel free to shoot more through anytime, any place. Like I said earlier, I will be away for a couple of weeks, so I probably won't drop another podcast for a couple of weeks, but I will do my best to record some random bits and bobs and have like a fucking compilation of shit that goes down while I'm over in Perth. Stay tuned to my Instagram, I'll fucking be all over that while I'm over there. Uh, maybe some live videos and see what's happening over there. So be sure to follow me on Instagram if you're not already, at Talking Stuff and Things, to see what I get up to over at WA. And so for this week, I'll leave you with some more random information about the differences between New Zealand and Australia. So if you're buying a bottle of Coke, so Coca-Cola, for all those people who don't know what Coke is, not cocaine, not the booger sugar, not the fucking nose candies, or Coca-Cola. So in New Zealand, you'll have a 600ml bottle of Coke, a 1.5 litre bottle, and a 2.25 litre bottle. Whereas Australia, you'll have a 600ml same. You'll have a 1.25 and a 2 litre. Why does New Zealand get the extra 0.25 of a litre of Coke? I don't drink a lot of the shit myself. It's just something that is a bit weird. Like you think you'd have the same two sizes. Just something to think about. Anyways, like I said, this is the end of this episode. Be sure to check out my socials over the next couple of weeks while I'm not recording. I will be showing you my adventures while I'm going to Western Australia through breweries and pubs and whatever the fuck else I get up to over there watching some sport and just general chilling so stay tuned and until next time this has been another episode of the talking stuff and things podcast with MT peace listen to the talking stuff and things podcast with MT your dog talking stuff and things